one, two, three. Dad without a dad production. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me everywhere at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. Hey everybody, my name is Andy Griffiths. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, and you can uh, talk to me at Gaming Goodness. That's at Gaming Goodness. If you're new to the program, welcome. Andy and I are two dads who didn't have that growing up, and now we're just telling you that you could be the dad that you never had, or you could just be as good as that as us. Uh, you know, Andy has been in the gaming industry for a long, long time, almost all his life, and I've been in the entertainment industry for a long, long time, and now we just share our stories about parenthood and basically two dads just trying to do their best. So we have a little surprise. I don't know if you guys uh, have been listening lately, but uh, I've been talking about uh, taking a trip. So if you guys are listening to this right now, I'm literally, oh no, well, I usually post it on Sundays. So uh, I've been traveling since Friday and I am in Ireland. Not right now, but I will be in Ireland celebrating 10 wonderful years that my girl and I have been together. I don't know how she did it the first two years because I was a drunk, dick mess. I was overweight. I didn't have money. I actually had like a lot of debt. I didn't have a car. So she stuck with me and now she has the best of me and I cannot be so happy. I'm so happy to be with her. We have a wonderful family. I have a wonderful, amazing little boy. Uh, I have a cool dog, uh, and I made a good friend with Andy. And uh, actually, I asked Andy about where should I go. And then since he has, like, red hair and a cool red beard <laughs> and blue eyes, he told me to go to England. So I told him, no, I'm going to go to Ireland. So um, my son uh, has an Irish uh, name. Uh, I like Irish culture. And my brother, when I was thinking of going Somewhere I was gonna go to Cancun and then my brother kind of brought up Ireland how beautiful it was and then my son that day actually asked about his um, His name and then I told him how much you know Ireland was you know part of my life and That day I decided to just Google how much would it be to go to Ireland and it was very cheap So I just told my girl, hey, let's go to Ireland. And as you guys are listening to this, I'm actually in Ireland. I don't know if it's going to be cloudy. I don't know if it's going to be sunny. It could be sunny. I don't know if I'm going to, uh, because at the moment we're going through a little bit of sickness here. So I don't know if we're literally going to be there. But hopefully if you're listening to this, that means I'm there. And hopefully if you're listening to this, Andy will stop by and say hi. Right, Andy? Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Uh, yes, I will. Uh, I've booked with deep negotiations with all my family, all my friends to see how much time I could spend in Ireland away. Uh, and I think I negotiated like two days. Uh, but yeah, I'll be with you, man. We'll be going out for a night. We'll go out for some whatever's some food in Ireland, probably in, in Dublin Temple Meads or whatever. And um, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. 10 years, man. Can you believe it? I mean, I still don't know how she made it through those two years. But, 
you know, I love her. And we, I, it, look, I want to give myself credit uh, <laughs> because I'm the one pushing it to, to celebrate 10 years. And uh, we made it through. And thanks to my brother taking care of uh, my son, not only he is his uh, favorite uncle, only uncle, he's also his uh, god parents, uh, him and my wonderful uh, sister-in-law. And Bluey has been taken care of by our landlord because uh, Bluey, you know, every time see, he, she sees my landlord, she pees and she's so happy. So we asked her and she said, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Again, we're recording a little bit early uh, before we leave. So we'll see how that goes. But um, I just want to say that I'll be in Ireland while you guys uh, are, you know, listening to this have you been to ireland before i've been to ireland once before uh with my lovely wife um we did the uh, guinness factory <laughs> we went to dublin castle uh you can do a super depressing tour <laughs> of uh, uh prisons in ireland as well um where basically the british have of because obviously there was a stage well there was a stage where uh, British overlords essentially occupied Ireland, um, and there are lots of horrible things happened there um, <laughs> that we did to try and subdue the population. Um, so there's lots of things you can do there. Uh, very historically rich uh, Dublin. It's an amazing place. Um, so yeah, I have been. It's a lovely area of the world. It's absolutely fantastic. I think the only thing that we didn't do is that we didn't like rent a car and go outside of Dublin which I think is the first thing I said for you guys to do. Um, so, yeah, Dublin is amazing. Uh, it's a lovely part of the world. Um, everyone's super, super nice as it's crazy expensive uh, in terms of, like, drinks and things like that. Um, but it's it's amazing. So, yeah, uh, really, really cool memories of that place. I remember looking at the price to uh, round trip. So we're going from LAX to JFK, JFK straight to Dublin. And... Um, I was looking at the price and I thought it was looking weird. It was so cheap. And then I, I the same day I Google uh, how much it would be to go to uh, the UK, uh, London, of course. Uh, and it was almost four times as much. And I yep. said, okay, Andy, sorry, but you should come. Because I kind of Google uh, that you could go from uh, Southampton and to yep. that. And it's kind of cheap, cheaper than my flight, but you know, still money, money is money. Thanks for stopping by. Um, but yeah, um, our plan is take it day by day, by day because uh, we're not used to the rain and I don't want to drive in the rain and I don't want to drive in the wrong side because literally I'll be driving in the wrong side for me. So I want to go. Um, my brother's like, you should, you know, go to the whole entire country because it's so tiny and i said this yeah. was crazy and then i realized yeah it's super tiny so um we're thinking of renting a car for a day or two uh probably three days so so we could drive two days and go to four castles so take one day take you know go out and hit like two castles and come back and then the next day go and hit two other castles come back uh depending on the weather of course so if it's sunny um you know, we'll go and rent the cars uh, and we would just do what every tourist will do because, you know, I want to go to a Guinness factory, even though I don't drink. 
I want to go to the Jameson's factory, even though I don't drink. But trust me, I drank a lot of Jameson yes. on my on my days. <laughs> a lot of Jameson. I hear they have a new Guinness cereal, so I'll be drinking that like there's no tomorrow. Uh, I also hear that the cows are super tasty over there. So I will finally break my no red meat rule and I will eat a lot of fucking cows. I want to have a beef wellington somewhere. So yep. I will do that. So we basically just going to go look at nature, feel nature, and look at history, like you said. Um, a lot of castles, you know, the the library that you talk about. Uh, and yep. I don't know. If, you, if anybody has any suggestions too late, don't email me. I already have plans. But So just, <laughs> you know, wish me luck. Uh, take a lot of pictures. Uh, you know, the only thing that my question to my first question to you is, is there Uber over there or do I need to download a different app or do I have to pay cash? Should I take euros or what's up? You should take euros. Most places accept card anyway. So probably, nah, you probably don't need euros. You should have euros like just in case, but like don't go crazy on it. Most places accept contactless card over there. Um, they do have Uber in Dublin because um, I used it the last time I was over there. I've actually been there twice. I forgot. I was there for a press event as well. It was uh, for THQ. Holy shit. Um, well, back in there was a THQ. Was it Deep Silver? Ah, I can't fucking remember. Anyway. Um, so they do have that over there. Uh, I remember that Dublin is basically raining or overcast most of the time that I was there. Um, but yeah, you'll be able to take an Uber everywhere, man. But if you book a car, like you can go to Cork. Cork's completely different. Um there's like a Titanic museum somewhere as well. Uh, I'll send you a link to that. And that could be quite cool. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty like switched on when it comes to like contactless. Um, and I'm just trying to think where you get a beef Wellington. Because that's kind of a, a, a British thing. Or yeah, it's kind of a British thing. But I think ultimately you'd, you'd still be able to find it somewhere, I reckon. Well, I read a lot that uh, because of Ireland, you know, it's so green and they, they pride themselves of not putting any chemicals on the cows and shit. Yeah. So technically, the beef is one of the best beefs you could ever have. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to go and spend like a lot of money on a really good beef plate, which I, I haven't had beef in like 12 years. So I don't even know what beef should I order. <laughs> And if there's you're, a special one, fuck, I don't know. You're going to get the beef sweats, man. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> Your body's going to not know what the hell's in it. Uh, uh, you travel a lot, so should I not drink the water then? Oh, you should definitely drink the water. 100%. Like, it, 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 it's it's Dublin, man, so you'll be totally fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not like going to Guatemala. <laughs> don't no, drink the water. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm happy, man. I'm happy uh, to be able to celebrate 10 years with my partner that has been, you know, through Thick and, and the other thing. I forgot. Thin. <laughs> thin, there you go. Thick and thin. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's going to be a wonderful thing. And thanks for stopping by. I'm bringing all the goodies that I have had uh, for you and collected over the years. The Hucky Puck, the book signed by... Uh, Jonesy from, you know, Sex Pistols. Um, yeah, that's I, great. You know, to remind you, like, I had the Jonesy from the Sex Pistols autograph his autobiography to you. That should be big in where you are. Uh, what else? I'm bringing you uh, uh, 
you know, peanut butter M&Ms. I still need to go and look for those. Uh, it's being a little chaotic here at the house, as you guys heard the last podcast. But yeah, I'm happy. Um, it's going to, that's the reason I actually got the booster. So to be full disclosure, because I'm going to be traveling a lot. Um, so th- my question to you, since you booked that and I guess your girl has, you know, traveled already. Um, I had to tell people where I'm going, right? Like they got to track me and shit. Yeah, so basically, you'd have to fill in like a um, an incoming. You'll get it on the plane, but I think they offer that you can do it before. Then you get like an incoming visitor kind of like thing, where basically you have to put what hotel you're staying at, what your contact details are, and stuff like that. Um, to take it back a little bit, so the reason why, so I had an opportunity to pick up that Jonesy book from you and meet the guy right at your radio station. Yes, uh, back when we met at e3 like i don't know what day 2016 17 something like that um i was over at e3 with a very junior producer uh called louis and essentially we were hanging out with the guys from imax the night before and they invited us down to essentially like their like 3d new vr place in like la so i had a choice it was like a sophie's choice of like coming to see you which is what I wanted to do, or keep Louis happy and go to this slightly chunky VR place. And we ended up doing the latter, which was disappointing. But so yeah, for all of you, uh, all of your family listening and everybody in Britain listening, you had the chance to meet one of the icons of your country and you decided to go where? Uh, it was the IMAX VR place in downtown LA. There you go. Um, yeah, I think I have the most views of any review on Google of that place as well. Uh, not worth it. It's okay. Uh, would rather have met Jonesy, but yeah, it is what it is. It's all good. Um, so yeah, back to the island thing. So yeah, you, you brought out... it up. I don't know why you brought it up. Sure, because okay. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to tell you it was like a trip down memory lane for me. Uh, yeah, Louis was cool. He's a really cool producer. Hated flying, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, you fill out the boarding pass thing. Um, I think you also will have to do, I think it depends on what the rules are when we end up going to Ireland, but basically just double check what the incoming uh, visitors are, what the expectations are with regards to COVID and COVID testing. I think because you're double vaccinated, there's no issue whatsoever. You just need to show triple vaccinated. That's true with the booster. Um, You just need to show some kind of proof of that. Yeah, so getting there is either... Uh, PCR test be, uh, yeah. before uh, negative, of course, or proof that you have recovered from COVID uh, in the past 180 days or proof of vaccination, which my girlfriend has. And she couldn't get the booster because uh, she got Moderna. Um, so I got three. I got three shots on me. So there you go. Poop, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> uh, but coming back, we do require uh uh, PCR, PCR, whatever it's called, uh, yep. before we get to the <laughs> the country. Now, my question is, let's say for, you know, it broke, it broke through me and, or my girl, hopefully not knock on wood, uh, and she comes positive. That means we cannot come to the country, right? Are they paying for my staying over there? What the fuck? <laughs> What if you get COVID while you're over there? 
But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's say I get the PCR and one of us says positive and... I don't really know. That's uh, a really what, good question. I don't think so. I think you'd have to pay up. I think you'd have to pay for your own goddamn stay. Um, because they have... If it's like it is in the UK, like you can't just like hole up at any old hotel for your uh, self-isolation. Like you have to go to a specific hotel um, that are kind of mandated by the government. So, yeah. Uh, that's a really good question. Um, hopefully, you never find out the answer, and it's all okay. And <laughs> since think you're, that's probably the best way. Since you're going just like super quick, you don't need to, mm. right? You just do one, and that's it. Because the same no, I one. Still need, I still need to do a test. So basically, for me, uh, I would have to do a test. Basically, for me, I don't need to do a test until I get back into the UK. Um, so even though, so I fly out to Ireland. So for everyone listening, I, I'm literally flying in for one night uh because i like need to still be around because we've got a four month old right so we still need to be around the country quite a lot um so i'm flying in on one night and then basically flying back the morning after or kind of the afternoon after um so there's not much time for things to gestate during that time um but what you have to do is when you get back into the uk i need to book in a lateral flow test which is like a special one that they send you how to do it in the mail. And then you do all the samples and then you send it back to them in the mail. And then they tell you whether you're positive or, or negative. Um, at least that used to be the case, actually. It has changed since then. Whereas now you do a PCR, which is the PCR is what you talked about, which is like the, the, I can't remember which way around it is. But essentially, I need to do a test and I need to submit what the result of that test is to the UK government. Um, and then they will let me know if I need to self-isolate or not. And obviously, if it's negative, I won't. Uh, but if it's positive, I do. Um, you because mean... obviously when, when when you're traveling around, like you're exposed to lots of different people and you're going to airports where there are massive vectors of transmission there and you're in a steel tube with, I mean, for me, I'll be going on a tiddly plane that's got like 40 seats in it. But you, sir, will be going on a jumbo that's got like 120 people on it. So, yeah. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here. And I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code De La Roca to get 10% off your order. That is De La Roca. D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. No, but my, my thing is like, you're not even going to be in a place more than 48 hours. So it's yeah. like, if you take a test, you know, two days, a day before, still good until you come back. It's funny yeah. that the government's telling you you're going to isolate, like you go anywhere or you're going to be like, wait, so... <laughs> I need to be me for 14 days. Okay. So if I so if I get a positive result after I come back from Ireland, I'd have to self isolate anyway, right? Um, but that's why they get you to do the test because they just want to make sure. Um, but yeah, you're 100 percent right. Like it takes time for it to show up anyway. It's not like immediately some dude with COVID it's spit into your mouth, um, then you've got COVID immediately. Like no, it takes time. It takes like two days or three days or four days or whatever. Um, so yeah. 
So man, that booster sh- shot really got me, man. That's like, fuck. I was like, shit. So I don't know. I'm, did you, you have both, right? Pfizer? Yeah. F- yeah. Uh, Pfizer. Yeah. I had both. Did you um, get anything or did your wife? Yeah. Get- it just felt a little bit lethargic. It wasn't anything bad. I mean, the thing is like, if you get side effects, it's kind of good because it shows that your body's responding to something. Um, so yeah, it's good, man. It's good that you felt really shit. <laughs> but then I passed it to my son and, you know, anyways. Yeah. We have a little segment here called Andy Talks. And he talks about <laughs> what he knows best. He talks about gaming. I don't know if you guys know, but Andy is a gaming expert because he is a gaming expert. In a way that he's been in the gaming industry all his life. He started playing, then he started writing, then he started producing. And let's just bring Andy to tell him what he has been doing and what he's playing and any news out there. So Andy, take it away. Right. So I've been playing... uh, When you're holding a baby, there's not many (laughs) things you can play. But uh, between nap times, uh, in the evening, when they're both sleeping... Uh, I have been playing games. Um, I've been playing mostly on the Xbox. I've been playing uh, a little bit on the PC as well. So on the PC, I've been playing Football Manager uh, 21, 2021, which is uh, free to all Xbox Game Pass subscribers at the moment. So that's definitely worth playing. Uh, even if you've got a passing interest in football, or to be honest, if you've got an interest in management sims, it's worth playing that game just because it's really, really interesting uh, and emulates a game which I absolutely am obsessed with. Um other stuff that I've been playing, I've been dipping into a lots of games as service games at the moment. Um, so games that constantly change all the time with new updates. So going back to Destiny 2, going back to Guild Wars 2 and playing Star Wars The Old Republic as well. The reason why uh, is that all these games, uh, and Rocket League as well, uh, all these games have Halloween events on. Halloween's a fantastic time of year. It's kind of a like uh, religion-free holiday. So that's why it's very safe for all these games developers to basically put Halloween related content in there. So the Rocket League one is really, really cool. So essentially they've had like a Batman DC kind of takeover uh, where you've got the Tumblr from Batman Begins. You've got the the penis-shaped Batman car from the 1990s version. Uh, and you've got the really weird Ben Affleck um, Batman versus Superman car thing with guns as well. Uh, those are super cool. They've come back. And you've also got a limited time game mode as well. Um, so that's really really awesome um in guild wars 2 uh they have a mad king thorn event so i used to full disclosure i did used to work on this game and used to do pr and marketing for it but before that i was a massive fan of the game um and the mad king thorn events were always really really cool there's lots of community events that go on with that like community fancy dress uh candy corn related stuff loads of special effects loads of costumes loads of um people just being what all MMO communities, good MMO communities are, which is collaborative, being nice to each other, lots of fun events. So, yeah, if you ever wanted to get involved with Guild Wars 2, that was a really good time. Uh, and the last one is Star Wars The Old Republic. Why play Star Wars The Old Republic at the moment uh, is that it's double XP for everyone playing. So XP is experience points. More experience points means that the quicker you level up your character, you more you get your more skills, and it just is more interesting. And when there are events like that, the population swells in Star Wars The Old Republic, so it's a really good time to start playing. Um, in terms of new games, like traditional games uh, that have really 
stood out to me over the past like two weeks or three weeks or whatever is there is a new game called the artful escape which is from annapurna interactive they are so annapurna are really like um a movie publisher distributor studio type thing um but they're starting to move into games in a really really serious way and the artful escape is their most recent kind of release um and it's a really really interesting concept so basically it is a nephew of a folk artist who is very very popular and essentially he's a musician that doesn't want to be a folk artist he wants to be like a 70s rocker and he needs to kind of like reinvent himself to do so um it's really really psychedelic it's like a psychedelic adventure but it is really easy to play for everyone the voice acting in it is amazing uh it's got carl weathers is in it for some fucking reason don't know why uh, it's got loads of other really cool voice actors in there as well a lot of hollywood illuminati or illuminati in there as well um and it's just a really really solid brilliant game um and the concept is just mental like games and music don't intersect as much as you think they would um but the artful escape does it in a really cool meaningful way and again that game is free on xbox game pass at the moment so if you're game pass subscriber you can play that game for no extra cost um and yeah it's absolutely awesome it's really it's a tight like five hour experience as well so you can easily play it one-handed great uh you could easily play it in like little chunks um and it's not too taxing as well like it's not like the gameplay is really walking around environments admiring the environments uh and just talking to people um but it's really well written so yeah artful escape definitely worth checking out uh you know what game has good music no you recommended to us oh um Uh, Rayman? Yeah, it has a one yeah, like yeah, has yeah. a lot of songs where you had to like do things and the beat of the sound goes with the beat yeah. of what you're doing, which is amazing. I love that stuff. Like uh, music that like made me buy that the, the demo that I got from you. Yeah. I played this like uh level or whatever you want to call it and it was a music level and I was like, "What the hell?" and I bought it after that. Uh one one special thing that you would like as a gamer. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, I uh, record, recorded the podcast without you. And it's not that you're going to like this. Uh, so I recorded uh, with Dean. Uh, he was a wonderful guest, uh, vet, uh, cartoonist, wonderful guy, very funny. Go check it out. Go check out the podcast. Uh, it'll be two, three podcasts ago. But that day, I forgot that my girlfriend had to go and babysit someone. So I was going to be alone with bluey and my son so i didn't know what to do because i was like oh shit because usually when you and i uh, uh do the podcast my girl is here so she takes care of my son and usually bluey sleeps or if she's awake she will take care of bluey and blah 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 but this time i was like by myself and i'm like what do i do so i started like playing with bluey to get her tired and i'm like how do i get my son entertained so what i did for the first time i took out the the wii the the, the, the switch and put the joysticks where they belong, and I gave him the, the, the whole Wii console. And then he took it to his room and his little desk, and he played Raymond by himself like that, and he said he loved it. And by the way, nice. I think he, he didn't even know that he was playing for an hour, where I had to knock on his door and be like, hey, I'm all done, and it's all done to, for you too. So I don't know. It's a wonderful moment to be a gamer or a wonderful step for him, right? 
definitely definitely i think the 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 switch has so many games that are like that as well um that are like a really really good i mean rayman legends is a brilliant game it's a little bit harder points with the platform and stuff but it's so inventive um and the art style is amazing and there's so many like the 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 music notes that we talked about where like you're going through a level and you'll see the music notes pop up and basically if you all hit them at the same time they play a little tune like yeah it's awesome um i think uh that's, I, I always love handheld consoles anyway. Handheld consoles are like my favorite because they kind of like, if you think about your position when you're sit down and you're playing them, like the whole rest of the world kind of fades away out of your periphery and you're just focused on this one thing. I think that's awesome. Um, well, I so, think yeah. he, he likes to play here in the living room because we have a 66-inch TV. So And he likes the little control, like upside down. The joystick, yeah. joy controller, whatever it's Joy-cons, called. Joy-cons, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you this. As a gamer yourself, uh, your entire life, and you were a kid at some point doing gaming. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to ask you this last podcast. So in the last podcast, I talked about how my son was under the weather. Um, so you and I are not doctors, but you yeah. have been sick and you are a gamer. Yeah. Now, when you're sick and I want to break the rules and let my son play as much as he wants... Does that, uh, you as a gamer, does that distract you and let it all out and forget that, fuck, I was sick. I forgot. Is that a good thing? So I guess my question to you is, if he's sick under the weather and I let him play a lot of video games and watch a lot of TV, am I helping him? Am I hurting him? Or... I mean, so whenever you play games, it's always a little bit of an escape. I think that's why they're a great like release valve for me as a person and they are for lots of other people as well because it kind of lets all the worries of the world kind of disappear a little bit as you're kind of placed in this world, placed in this experience. Um, So I think they can help you when you're ill. Um, You just want to keep that time down. So because the eye fatigue is a legitimate thing that will and cause headaches and cause not dizziness or anything like that, but definitely headaches. So you know, uh, and it's really easily solvable by literally, you know, we all use screens all the time, uh, kids even more so than we did when we were kids. And I remember like, uh, what was it? My dad, before he passed away, he, he bought us a game called Grand Prix on the Amiga 500, I think it was. And we used to play for a uh, championship manager as well. Uh, and I remember when I was ill on playing grand prix and that's like a racing game right so you can't really take your eye off the screen um i had i think a cold and basically that thing made it worse because i was just constantly focused on this screen constantly all the time and i think after about 90 minutes i just felt even worse but if you choose something where you know there are occasional breaks like rayman is a great example of that where there's occasional breaks where like you know while the game is loading he might look around to another thing or while there's a level loading he can look around and focus on some other things um there was a study recently done where uh if you just look away from the screen for like a fraction you know not a fraction of a second but if you look away for like a few seconds per 30 minutes per 40 minutes your eyes get less fatigued and essentially you can keep playing and you lessen the negative effects associated with playing for a long time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's, you know, moderation is always a good thing. Um, but if he's sick and all he wants to do is stay in bed and not do anything else, because, you know, let's say he's got a cold or flu or whatever, 
like sitting him down with the Switch so that you can play some games. I don't think there's much wrong with that. Yeah, right. I mean, again, uh, I always say this, like I love the gaming community just as much as love the, the gay community and because it's you guys just there to have fun, right? Uh, yeah. You know, I don't let him play. Now my rules, I don't let him play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I let him play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, but if he's sick and he just wants to watch TV and forget about being sick, why not, right? Like, that's yeah. what I was asking you. Again, we're not doctors. So I just want to, as a personal opinion, because I'm not a gamer, my thing will be watch Toy Story and eat a lot of Chinese food and fall asleep. <laughs> that would be my remedy, right? Like, my remedy yeah. to if I feel sick is... Eat a uh, chicken fried rice, uh, wonton soup, and some kind of you know broccoli be uh, broccoli chicken, and watch Toy Story and uh, uh, the Sandlot, and fall asleep. That would be my cure. But for him, if he wants to watch a lot of TV and play a lot of Rayman while drinking, you know, Pedialyte, why not, right? I think the other thing as well is like, what would you rather them do? Like, would you rather them sit in front of the TV and watch something that they've seen before, or would you rather them use their brain and interact with something in a new way? Um, like, I think for me, I'd probably rather them play video games. Um, but none of mine are old enough for that yet. So, yeah. But we're getting there. We're not too far away from that. And lastly, uh, because I watch the news, money news, uh, any thoughts about, you know, Sony buying that new uh, company? They bought a new company, right? They did. They bought a porting house. Their name escapes me at the moment, but essentially it means that. So they are the guys that bought God of War HD collection. They did a remaster of the Uncharted game, so they're like the go-to guys for remasters of blockbuster games. So I think the acquisition by Sony is super smart. Um, but there's a lot of acquisitions going on at the moment. The reason why is that interest rates are at an historic low. Uh, so there's no point keeping your cash reserves as, as a big business. You might as well spend them in acquiring assets. Um, and game studios are pretty reliable assets um, as long as they've released more than a few products. Uh, so, yeah, I think it, it it makes sense for Sony to do that. You see Sony doing that. You see Microsoft doing that at the moment. You see lots of medium-tier publishers also doing that as well. Um, so I think what it says about Sony's business model and where things are going I think it says you're going to get a lot more HD re-releases of previous games coming into Sony. They still have a rich back catalogue that hasn't really been updated. Oh, they haven't bought previous games that or previous game series to the to the modern consoles of the PlayStation 5 or even the PlayStation 4. So, you know, games like Sly Cooper Trilogy, uh, games like uh, uh, Resistance, Fall of Man, that trilogy, they haven't bought that yet either. Um, so I'd expect more of that. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. But I mean, if you're buying, if you're spending tens of millions of pounds or dollars on on a house or a development studio that's previously only really ported older games to new consoles, then it says to me that you're probably going to be doing more of that in the future. There you go. And I think I already said it to myself. If none of the stuff that I'm doing at the moment works by the time I'm 40, I'll pull my card and maybe go work for Sony. I, I don't think it would be a bad company to work for. I think it would be a great company to work for. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey. 
Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break uh. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip Repeat to the sound of the beat I don't know if you know this, but we not only give you entertainment by talking about our experiences as being dads, or by talking about gaming with Andy, but also we give you great entertainment when Andy tells a joke. And this segment is called Andy's Jokes. And the way it works is that Andy tells a joke, and it's up to you to tell us whether Andy's jokes are good or bad. And you can do so by sending us an email. Hello at josedadaroca.com. Hello at josedadaroca.com. And this segment is brought to you by Sober Industries. Sober Industries, the leading provider of clown customs based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Ireland, or getting ready to go to Ireland, here is the Irishman himself. Come on, your last name is Griffiths. Yeah, Here is... more Welsh, but whatever, it's fine. I mean, you, you know, you, you're on the right track, so we'll accept that. Here's Andy, <laughs> the Irishman Griffith. Take it away, Andy. Thank you, thank you. <clears throat> Only one joke this week. It doesn't come from Will Brockass, sadly, so it might not be that good. <clears throat> Jose. Yes. Why did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer let me say that again why did the invisible man turn down the job offer because he couldn't see it I don't know because he couldn't see himself doing it there you go yeah there you go you almost ruined it <laughs> well that's the point right? yeah, yeah well actually this week Mr. Broca sent me a joke <gasps> target it to you and ah. your people. And when I mean your people, I mean your family and friends. Okay. That live. You will know why. Here he goes. Here is Will's joke targeted to your people. <laughs> He's going to be pissed. He's like, I didn't say that. I just gave you a joke. <laughs> I didn't say it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> His little voice does. Yeah. Inside him. He's like six, yeah. seven. Yeah. And he has a, a little voice inside. Why are you talking yeah. about that? Fuck you. How do you say fuck you? Why are you putting words in my mouth? Here's the joke. What's long and smelly and comes out of cows? Cheese? No. The Portsmouth Ferry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's actually, that's actually pretty good. That is an inside joke for people who live in Portsmouth. Portsmouth. When I read that joke, I said, I'm going to butcher Portsmouth so much, but I don't care. I'm still going to say it. That was the Mexican one. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> now, you want to tell the, the the joke, the meaning of the joke, or should I tell? So, cows is a place on the Isle of Wight uh, that doesn't, ironically, doesn't have cows in it, which is weird. You think it would. It's C-O-W-E-S. Uh, and essentially, the Portsmouth Ferry 
air comes out of Gumwolf and it basically smells, then it's the other white's a bad place. Um, so yeah, so that's it. So it's it's a ferry. It's the Portsmouth ferry, and it comes out of cows in it. It's I mean, to be fair, it doesn't really come out of cows. It kind of goes to Sandown or goes to another place that I can't remember. But it is funny. So yeah, we'll we'll let Will off on that one. He's in Birmingham now, so he's forgotten most of Portsmouth things anyway. I'm sure. You see, Will, <laughs> I'm not the only one who ruins jokes. He did it too. So there you go. It did exactly. Yeah. Let me tell you about peanut crunch. These baked peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank, and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it, and when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were, and I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. P-N-U-F-F.com. And use my promo code De La Roca and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut Crunch. P-N-U-F-F.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. Promo code De La Roca. Uh, before we go, uh, I want to say cheers to you. I hope to see you soon. And we're going to have a good, good time. Before we go, any last thoughts? Um, uh, just a massive thank you to uh, my father and mother-in-law for allowing me and my wife an afternoon to just go see a local play uh, called The Play That Goes Wrong. That was awesome. Uh, really thank you for that. Uh, and a massive thank you to you, Jose, for getting me to do the podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, so how did the play go? <laughs> it was really funny. It was like a slapstick comedy thing. Really, really good. Okay, you see? I throw jokes out there, but people don't get them. Not my fault. I mean, <laughs> what can you do? Anyways. <laughs> I just want to say that if anybody's listening in Ireland, if you see a tiny little leprechaun that doesn't look like your original or typical leprechaun, that's me. It's just a brown leprechaun with a cool, badass black beard. And since I've been losing weight and getting in shape, but unfortunately I cannot show it because it's so fucking cold. Stop by, say hi. I'll be the one wearing an LA Dodgers green hat. Until next time, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. Goodbye!